Eastenders fans and a happy new year to you. Welcome to Albert Square After Dark, your weekly Eastenders podcast. Hope you're well. Uh, This week we are discussing the episodes broadcast between the 1st of January 2024 to the 4th of January 2024. Yay! We're in 2024. How very, very exciting. Uh, Joining me as usual is Ree. Hello, Ree, and a happy bloody new year to you. Hello, Rob. Happy new year to you as well. Did you make it out after your COVID stuff? Yes, I did. All recovered. Yes, I was all recovered and negative at all. Uh, New Year's Eve struck. So, yeah, all was well. Went to my mate's house, passed out on his sofa because of uh, consumption of alcohol. So, yeah, it was all good, really. Had a good one. Did you? Uh, I think I caught your COVID through the screen uh, and I was quite poorly. That's how it works. (laughs) Well, you know, I I was in bed for 10pm. So, yeah, I got woken up by the fireworks. So that was great. Yes, it was a great new year. (laughs) Absolutely. There you go. Standard, standard, standard. Uh, So we are in a new year and you will have noticed viewers, not listeners, but viewers will have noticed we are of a lack of calendar. Uh, Re has amazingly uh, made a calendar for the podcast this year. We are in the year of Peggy. I feel like, you know, like, you know, like Year of the Dragon and Year of the Cat and all that kind of thing. Oh, the EastEnders. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think, you know, I wonder what the Year of Peggy actually means on the Albert Square sort of tarot stuff. Horoscopes. <laughs> yeah, all that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm a Peggy. So there we are then. So we will begin, ladies and gentlemen, with January, as every new year does. And ta-da. Where are we? Oh, there we go. It's on the top Oh, oh I see. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> So, we've got a picture of Peggy being kind of looked at in horror by Dot. Who's that in the background? Old Martin. Old Martin. Oh, my God. It is, isn't it? He's on I the think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, what's going on there? So, you would have grabbed these shots and, and screen grabs. So, uh, have you got any idea? I think that one through. No, I actually show. I knew you were going to say that. Why <laughs> did I know you were going to say that somehow, <laughs> Uh, do you know what? I pretty much know every other one except for that except one. Except that one. And I think except I can't actually... Re- yeah. Um, something... Peggy was really um, angry about something. And she looks like she's having one of the... everyone's attention. Yeah, she looks like she's standing really, yeah. on like a... She looks like she's standing on a fruit crate or something and just giving a speech. And like trying to rouse, I mean, rouse the community as Peggy used to do. It must be early noughties, right? If it's not oh, yeah. on the fruit stall. So... Yeah. She's we'll got her naughty hair. We'll there we are then. Or some, I'm sure someone will know straight away in the comments. Absolutely. So there we are then. Yes. That is uh, our first picture. I'll stick that on the wall shortly. Uh, as to the present day, EastEnders, we had uh, quite the week this week. Uh, we've got uh, returning characters and some very interesting storylines to be discussing. So let's get on with the first Albert Square After Dark of the year. Right, uh, we shall begin, not in Walford, but in Paris. That's where we're going to start. We start the year with an amazing shot of the Eiffel Tower, sort of uh, at night, with all fireworks going on around it. And then we pull back, and who is revealed to us but Lauren? Uh, Lauren is officially back, ladies and gentlemen. That's exciting. Um, pleased to see Lauren again. I know you're a fan of Jacqueline Josser, so this is this is good news for you, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pleased to see Lauren, mm. and I'm interested to see where her character's going to go, actually. Um I thought it were they were a bit it were a bit like all right we we're, were giving it all that at the start but you know that's what they do when they bring characters Any character back, back. yeah we're kind of being reintroduced to Penny really because we've not seen her since well, she was a kid so to me she's new Penny yeah yeah I mean she basically basically because last time we saw Penny uh, she was like you say a kid quite a precocious kid I seem to remember like she was a miserable yeah. cow as a kid yeah a <laughs> so yeah she was rather so uh, she is. Um, uh, as a party with Lauren, because as we know, uh, last time we saw Penny, she and Selena were living in France. Uh, so that's kind. And then Lauren's obviously sort of been. Well, Lauren's basically been globe trotting since we since we last saw her, hasn't she? Like she's all over the bloody places, Lauren. Um, so they're at this really nice looking party. I have to say, I thought it was quite quite a high class event in a place where you could just see the Eiffel Tower out of your bedroom window. I imagine like that's quite expensive to live in in France. I would have thought. Yeah. You? Uh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Spending. For sure. Wow. Um, and it kind of becomes clear that Lauren is missing Peter. Uh, yeah. You kind of get that impression. 
uh, and she's sat there talking to Penny about it. Uh, and then at this party, uh, enter Juliette Dubois, <laughs> who I have to say I love. Juliette. <laughs> Juliette. Juliette. Oh, bonjour, Dubois. Juliette Dubois. I mean, what a name. Bonjour. What a name. Juliette name. Dubois. I loved it. I mean, We're... do you reckon that she might be French? I think it's, I get that. that I get that impression, you know, Juliette yeah. Dubois. Mind you, we yeah. knew somebody. We knew somebody called Dubois, didn't we? We did um, know somebody yes. called Dubois. Yeah, we did. Our... Is that what you thought, straight yeah, away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like one of our le- one of our lecturers. Ooh, his, uh, his surname was Dubois. Um, yeah. <laughs> although I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that hers that that wasn't a, wasn't a pen name. A bit of a stage name. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm, if you do, possibly. Uh, possibly, possibly. They were anyway. French Canadian, there, Rob. Oh well, maybe maybe They're not. Though. Possibly not. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much Canadian in Juliette, uh, who no. is, it transpires, a bit of a drugs cartel, drugs baron, drugs type person. She basically <laughs> is the the French branch of the company that Evie used to work for. You know, you know the one that you... Yes. Made, so she is Queen the French, Evie. Yeah, yeah, for Queen Evie. She is the French Evie. <laughs> I yep. love her. Juliette. Well, maybe maybe Bravo, a few positions... A few I think, positions higher than Evie, I think I a few. I think a few higher. I can't quite mm. see Evie kind of rocking up to one of these really posh parties, can you? In like a gorgeous, yeah. like plunging neckline and all that. Yeah, no, I can't see that myself. Um, but it turns out that her and uh, Penny have some sort of business to discuss. Uh, we are led to believe that there has been problems between the two of them before. Uh, because Penny says things like, you do not want to disappoint me again, do you? No, 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 no. I loved her. <laughs> Juliet says that, yeah. Juliet says that. Well, no, Penny didn't say that in a French accent. Juliet said that. Um, yeah, it was interesting. So, basically, Penny uh, is to Penelope, is to uh, take some drugs to London. Unfortunately, Lauren has a hankering for Walford and is deciding to go and see Peter. Now, we'll leave Pete, we'll leave the French stuff for a minute and go to Walford, where New Year's Eve is fully in a swing. Uh, everyone's at, like, people are in the club. Uh, Peter takes home, uh, well, he, he pulls this woman. Right. Who <laughs> uh, pulls her and then they go and uh, have sex on the sofa because nobody in the Beale house can ever have sex anywhere other than the living room because, you know, why? There aren't any bedroom sets. There's in the no Beale house. sets. There's no there's bedroom, bedroom sets. sets. Yeah, so that's the only what, place. Like, oh, that's the only why. place okay. they can have yep. sex is where Lucy died. I there's mean, some, it's no wonder everyone in the oh, house. Oh, Rob, I didn't even think. Of that's that. the only place. That's oh. the only place, isn't it? So well, I was place. thinking they could have they could have had them walking downstairs, like putting the clothes yeah, back on or done. something. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Much more sex. So why not? Although to be fair, this woman didn't exactly scream class, did she? Because she was as she was pulling her knickers up. She turned around and was just like, "That's all right, I've got a fiance anyway." Oh, all right, then, love. Cool. I was so shocked <laughs> at that, but you know, I'm quite naive and innocent. To things I know like you'd that, never do a thing. No, you you are. You 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 need a sweet and innocent <laughs> life, don't you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this woman just disappears into the night, and Peter's like, "All right, well, that's no headache for me." Uh, and Lauren's trying to ring him, and they sort of have a conversation. And clearly, Peter is still hankering over Lauren, and Lauren is still hankering over Peter. So they decide that Lauren will go and see them with Louis for a few weeks. Now, having had her orders from Juliette, uh, they. So they fly back to Walford. Really nice transition, by the way. Did you see that nice transition when a firework yeah, went up into yeah, the sky yeah. and then we had a plane going through? Lights that. I did. Very good. Very good. Yeah, Lights that. Nice. Uh, uh, so as they are arriving back in London, uh, Sniffer Dog starts sniffing at Lauren's bag and she they open it and they discover, I mean, stuff, essentially. So a big brown bag full of stuff. Well, Lauren is a, um, Lauren is arrested. Do you know, I, mean, I don't know what it was. We're it was, assuming it's cocaine, aren't we? Like, it was brown, else? so I, I well, it could be crack cocaine, maybe or heroin or something. Oh, was the oh, I just thought that was the packaging that were brown. Was that actually oh, maybe. the substance? I don't know. Anyway, I think, bad a drugs. Big block of drugs. Yeah, it it, yeah. it weren't it weren't night nurse, but it like that. <clears throat> yeah. So um, Lauren is arrested, uh, and Penny and Louis return to Walford and surprise Jack, who was hanging out of his ass on New Year's on New Year's Day. Uh, and just they sort of just rock up at his doorstep and have to kind of explain that Lauren has been arrested. So, yeah, this is do not good not, for Penny straight away. Go on. Do you not think it was a bit bait that the bag, like the block of drugs was just, just right on the top of Lauren's just for, bag? Well, like, yeah, just for just, our international viewers. what I mean? Just for our international viewers' view. Bait. <laughs> what does that mean for our oh, international viewers, Ree? <laughs> oh, what does it mean in, um, in Sheffield? Just blatant, isn't it? Is what, it's is, not. Is it's it? not Sheffield. That it's no. I know like it's not. It, uh, it means like blatant. Obviously, obvious. Yeah, blatant. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And also, um, like, you're going to blatantly get done for it. Exactly, yeah. And I do actually yeah, agree with you, you know, just to sort of, like, what was her, what was her plan? Like, so she manages to get that, those drugs into Lauren's bag. Like you say, right How? on the top. First thing, well. first thing, first thing you see when you unzip it. So they're just on top. So how was she going to get them back? I don't, I don't think Penny had planned it. So was that? Oh, I've just clicked that. Obviously, that bag must have gone through customs or something. Then, because I'm yeah. in my head, I was thinking that looked like a hand luggage bag. So why, how did she do it? Oh, you no, I think I'm it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been. Yeah, yeah, I assume so. Because so I've been get... having, yeah, no, because as you're going through customs, like they, it goes through that machine, yeah. doesn't it? And you've got to, yeah. If, yeah, so you can't hide anything in there, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. So it would have had to in have your been. Hand it would yeah. have to have, yeah, it would have to have been. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Jack's fuming, obviously, for obvious reasons. And he kind of manages to get it out of Penny what's gone on. Like Penny's not very good at hiding her secrets at this at this stage. Um, let's talk about Penny briefly. I mean, I'm interesting. I'm li- I'm liking what we see so far with Penny. It's this Kissy Castledine who is now playing Penny. Uh, and I think she, I think she's pretty good, I have to say. I, I think I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I, yeah. I think that she's a good actress, actually. Yeah, Penny. so do I. She's been quite well cast. Mm. I even think. It's believable that her and Jack are father and daughter. Yeah, and we're watching them two yeah. together. I'm like, this is, yeah, I they've got like good chemistry. Good casting. So, um, Peter, meanwhile, just kind of discovers what's going on, and um, I sense, I've got to say, do you reckon there's a little bit of chemistry between Penny and Peter? Is that was that what we were supposed to be getting from that? I feel. I I think so. Penny's obviously took a shine into Peter. I reckon. Yes. I don't know whether it's reciprocated. Um. I don't know. I mean, Peter is a bit of a uh, promiscuous young fellow, my lad, isn't he? Old so, Peter. Uh... Old Peter oh. would have there and oh. then. Maybe let's be honest, even this in one is big toilets. Or... Although, yeah, I mean, let's be fair, though. This one is a nicer version of Peter, but he's still kind of got that side to him. I mean, he took like a, he took True. an engaged woman home yeah. and had sex on the sofa and then just sort of went about his night. So, yeah, yeah, true. There is still he didn't that know side. She was engaged there. No, she no, he didn't. That's true. <laughs> um, but I can. Uh, can you see something kicking off between these two? While Lauren, when yeah. Lauren returns, uh, yeah, I think I just so. Because right now, now that he knows that Penny's the one who actually dropped Lauren in it, I can't see why he would go there. But they're no. clearly trying to make it look like there's they've got something between them. So we'll mm. see how it goes. Really. Yes, I yeah, watch mm. this space, I think. Um, mm. But yeah, Peter manages to get out of Penny what's gone on. Uh, and because she, she, he overhears her talking to Juliet uh, on the phone and assumes that he's talking to Selena, uh, her mum, and Jack says, well, no, he, she ne- they never talk in French to each other. So they kind of put two and two together. Jack goes to the police and police basically say to Penny, right, okay, so you're going to hand yourself in here. She decides to go to the police station and hand herself in. Uh, if you... We'll do a deal with you. If you give us all the information that we want on Juliette Dubois, uh, then we'll let you and Lauren go and you'll never you'll never see us again. So, I mean, you can sort of see why Penny's kind of a bit nervous about that idea because it's all very well for the police to go, oh, yeah, no, nothing will happen. You'll be fine. Like, all right, how are you going to guarantee our, my safety in, in this scenario, you know? Yeah, they, they, I think they should have had that conversation first and gone, look, we're going to strike a deal with you. This is how we'll protect you. Give us what we mm. need to know. But prior to that, what does she do, Rob? Yeah, I, out of it. <laughs> I have to say, not the brightest move. Uh, so Penny decides to try and uh, imply that the police uh, was it. Now I was a bit confused here because she Jack left the room, and then these yeah. two police officers went in. And was she trying to imply that Jack had done that, or the first police officer that walked in? The first officer that walked in because he right, went in okay. on his own, didn't he? Yeah. Because he went in to take her back to a police cell. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. He went in, as soon as he opened the door, she like waited like three seconds and then started Yeah, and then just fell on the floor. <laughs> Literally just throws I herself mean, on the floor. Implied she were already on the floor, weren't she, when they yeah. walked in? Yeah, but like as soon as Jack walked out, she yeah. would have thrown herself on the floor. Yeah. Uh, and this police and this police was like, uh, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> Uh, because the CCTV in these in these interview rooms, I don't quite know. Like I wouldn't be. Even I knew that. Even I knew yeah. there was. And I'm a sweet, innocent boy who's never been arrested and been in trouble for anything. Even I knew there was CCTV in those interview rooms. So if you're going to be getting yourself involved in drug 
tra- trafficking and all that kind of thing, Penny. I'd do your homework if I were you. Learn love. about CC. I mean, Learn. it says a lot. She's managed to clearly smuggle drugs and successfully, but then didn't realise that there'd be CCTV in a place. I mean, room. to be fair, she's returned to Walford. She's heard of she's heard tales of Walford CCTV. The lack maybe. of CCTV. Yeah, that so she maybe chanced her arm. Mm. Maybe chanced her arm. But the uh, they yeah uh, they said to her, no, we literally just watched you on CCTV. Just throw yourself on the ground. So do you want to not give us this rubbish? Thank you very much. So, mm-hmm. all right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so she, is she going to do this deal? Do you reckon? Well, yeah. Otherwise, how's she going to mm. stay on Albert Square? Let's be honest. Yeah, and how's Lauren going to get otherwise out? She's I mean, be in jail. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, do you reckon there's going to be any repercussions from this? I think probably isn't there. Because it's not going to be just it Juliet. Depends. There's going to be other people involved in this as well that are going to come looking for her. I don't know. The only thing I would have thought is, would she not need to go into witness protection if she's going to drop Juliet Dubois in it? <laughs> So I don't know if Jack's going to pull some strings or something. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. But what, I think what has been nice about this is that Lauren and Penny have returned, but we've been able to see Penny on her own. Yes. Lauren's been inside. Do you know? Yeah, because I mean? we, we actually only we actually only saw Lauren on the New Year's Day episode. Other yeah. than that, she was she yeah. was in custody, so we didn't actually see Lauren for the rest of the week. So yeah, I, I, I like that we kind of got to know Penny. She's feisty. She's a bit fiery. She's not she's not afraid to take anybody on. Certainly not someone who's letting her disability get in the way of mm. anything really. Uh, so that's it's. I think that's quite quite a good character to have on the square. So I'm I'm excited to see what becomes of Penny and see where yeah. she goes. I do think that there's going to be something between her and Peter a little bit further down the line. I think that's probably yeah. where that's heading, and that's going to cause some aggro. Because I think what's interesting in bringing Penny in, if you're bringing Lauren back in as well, they're gonna they've given her maybe an Abby replacement in Penny. Yeah, yeah. So I think we that's had a little be mention of Abby, didn't we? Lauren said yeah. Oh, we you, all and, you, you and us we both, Lauren. Are. You and us both. That should never, ever have happened. Bad decision getting rid of Abby, I tell you. Uh, there we are then. So we'll see where that goes. Let us know in the comment section below what your thoughts of Penny are. Are you pleased to see Lauren again? What do you think of Madame Juliette Dubois? Are you a bigger fan of her as I am? I doubt it. <laughs> so let us know in the comment section below. Right, ladies and gents, next story. <laughs> On to Whitney and Zach now, uh, and the departure of Ashton, which I, I hope Ashton goes to a good family, and I hope he's happy, because he's a, a sweet little kid, isn't he? I really liked... Yeah. I, li- I was really enjoying watching Whitney, Zach and Ashton. I think it's a shame that he's had to go so quickly. I mean, I know that's fostering. That's how it works. <laughs> even I'm even I'm bereft of Ashton's departure. So imagine how Zach and Whitney feel. Um and they don't take it well, and they sort of deal with it in different ways. Now, for the first time this week, I started to sort of get an idea of why Whitney and might leave Zach and how this exit might start to play out. Because Zach isn't dealing well with the idea of kind of fostering. He doesn't want to get himself too emotionally attached to these kids. So he's sort of just leaving Whitney to sort of deal with it, wasn't he? Yeah, it went went cool. Zach, well, Zach's finest moment, was it? Um, I mean, like, also kind of get it that he was like, oh, he would just, he were a bit harsh how he said it to Whitney when he mm. was like, oh, come on, I can't go for a pint with my best mate. Felt like going, no, yeah, you can't, Zach. All right, yeah. Ashton's leaving. Yeah. Like, your priorities have got to change. Even if they're not, your, I'm sorry, but if that were your biological child would you have yeah. behaved in the same way do you know what i mean well maybe that's where she's going to be thinking you know is is this actually going to be how zach will mm. respond to fatherly duties you know um that obviously so new year's eve's kicking off they're around sonia's and zach's off getting pissed with martin in the club and okay, getting very drunk getting very drunk with uh with, with martin really as well drunk. isn't it yeah 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 um and whitney is struggling and she goes home and at the stroke of midnight, as all the fireworks are going off around Walford, she does a pregnancy test and she discovers that she is pregnant. Now, I, I mean, are you with Whitney on this? Like, you can understand where her brain is, why she's so kind of scared about all this. This is quite, this is kind of quite terrifying for Whitney. Doesn't know what to do. Um, she doesn't know whether she wants to kind of be be brave and sort of go through the pregnancy and. I think in her brain, run the risk of going through it all again, isn't it? That's where that's where she's at. I think it's just still incredibly raw. It only happened yeah. last year, didn't it? Yeah, it is raw. So not yeah. only that, like, her body needs chance to recover. She's probably mm. wondering, is my body ready for it? Yeah. Is yeah. it going to happen again? She's grieved, hasn't she? Like, mm. yeah. I mean, it's not the same. 
thought in a way, you know, if you grieved a partner and then met somebody new a year later, would you maybe be thinking, is this a bit too... I know it's not the same at all. I'm just trying mm. to think of an analogy that I could yeah, compare yeah. it to. I think the timing of it, mm. perhaps if it was this time next year, she might have felt a bit more ready and she's gone through yeah. more of the grieving process. But right now... Yeah, no, I don't think anyone can blame her for no, and I, not having the pregnancy. Yeah, and I have to sort of wonder, is this going to affect the fostering as well? Like, she's now discovered that she's pregnant, so is this now going to... Are they going to be like, oh, do you know what, actually? Let's let's kind of knock the fostering on the head and focus on this instead. Like, what's the what the, what the plan is there, I wonder? Well, you'd think so, because not that... I mean, fostering's not easy. Let's be honest. No, that's all. It, but I can imagine. No, but you can imagine, easy. like getting yeah. attached to kids really quickly, especially your first one. This is why they got so mm. attached to Ashton because he was a good kid, and you know, clearly wanted some sort of love and 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 help. Uh, and they were giving him that, and then he just kind of taken away from them again, just as they're they're sort of t- putting this maternal instinct on Whitney and, and what she was giving to Ashton, and then sort of takes him away again. So that's going to be rough to go through. So and then to kind of throw the pregnancy in as well, it's no wonder she's all over the place at the moment. I don't think. And if you're going to continue the pregnancy, you need to try and limit stresses as much as possible. Mm. So potential taking on this new thing of fostering children is not going to be the right timing, is it? Yeah, because you don't know what's going to arrive at your door if you're fostering, do you? You don't know whether it's... No, exactly. They're not all going to be like Ashton, are they? You're going to get no. the you're going to get the odd kid that drives you absolutely crazy and is high stress and high attention. You know, so yeah, it's, it's a very tricky time. So I wonder where the fostering is going to go from here, actually. Um, I think it's but... going to stop, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder that. Yeah, yeah, I do mm. wonder that um so obviously whitney is undecided about whether she wants to go full term with the kid until she has a chat with yolandi i loved this scene between whitney and yolandi this was great wasn't it yeah, really 100%. really nice wouldn't have expected it but like, it's a perfect role for yolandi though yeah. isn't it like yeah, it just yeah. because obviously yolandi and patrick used to foster in the early days of their relationship mm-hmm. uh and so perfect person to talk to about it and it was a really interesting sort of perspective on Yolandi we don't often get this with Yolandi sort of talking about her inner feelings and talking how she feels about you know regrets that she had about not having kids uh, and she's perfectly you know kind of talking to Whitney and saying I know our stories are different but I understand where you're coming from and sort of gives her some really heartfelt advice which seems to persuade Whitney okay I'm just gonna go for this then we're gonna go I'm gonna go full term and let's and let's see what happens Zach is obviously delighted um but we know that whitney is on her way out soon we don't know when so you've kind of got to wonder is this pregnancy going to work out is it not is this going to be is the pregnancy not working going to be what kind of pushes whitney away full time or what i've not even considered that i just assumed that her and zach i just assumed zach were going to leave and they were going to live happily ever after oh what you thought zach was going to go with whitney yeah, and I just thought that'd be a nice exit for Whitney because all she has is heartache. And I, I just all she has like, is oh, trauma. Oh, yeah, that'd be more Whitney, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it's much more akin to Whitney's lifestyle. Oh, I hope to... not. Well, we've heard nothing that Zach's leaving, so I feel like it mm. is just Whitney going at the moment. So we'd not it's... we'd not heard anything about Mitch leaving though, and he went with Karen. That's so true. That's very very possible. true. Maybe, but I think it's probably more likely that uh, unhappy well, ending. This... Is coming They're starting this. to share the cracks, aren't they? With them, um, yeah. Oh, right, so maybe Whitney's gonna something bad's gonna happen, and then Whitney will blame Zach or something and say, "See, I knew I should." Mm, yeah. yeah, I didn't think I, of that. Yeah, right. yeah, I think that's oh. probably more likely, isn't it? Poor Whitney, poor oh, Zach as well, because they've yeah. she's got, he's going through this as well. Maybe not dealing with it in the best possible way, but he is still going through it, and he is trying. He's desperately trying to support Whitney. I think that the conversation they had about you know Whitney going full term. He could have reacted a lot, lot worse to that. I think so. I think in yeah, the grand, he, I think in the grand scheme of things, he is there for her in terms of support, and I think he's doing all right. Well, when she was considering termination, that's what she was yeah. saying, weren't it? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He weren't happy with it, but he was respecting that he it's got her it. body and her decision, and mm. yeah, and he was being supportive. So yeah, yeah, I think you might have a point that it could be. Our exit yeah. is. Oh, that'd be unfortunate. It would be a shame, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how do you think Whitney is going to leave? How do you think it's all going to play out? Uh, let us know in the comments section below. Uh, talking of Yolandi, Yolandi, Yolandi had quite a busy old week, actually, because she, she had her own story going on uh, in the meantime. So let's talk about Yolandi and Pastor Clayton. 
Uh, just to let anybody who was watching us, who was wondering about the calendar, we'll sort that out next week, by the way. <laughs> we struggled a little bit getting this new calendar up because there's, yes, there's we holes. Yes, did. Yes, I did. Uh, there's <laughs> calendars in the, the, the holes got all, all in the wrong place. So we'll, we'll work that out for next week. Don't you worry about that. Uh, anyway, so on to <laughs> Yolandi. <laughs> on Still to Yolandi and uh, Pastor Clayton. Uh, mm. So basically, New Year's Eve, Yolandi wanders, goes to check on uh, the kids who, obviously, because everyone's gone, everyone, all the older adults have gone across to Sonia's and Reese's banging New Year's Eve party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely banging that party was bless Reese. Um, and they say, oh, "We'll just check. We'll just check in on the kids on the way on the way past." Uh, and they're having this absolutely mad, crazy house party with, unbeknownst to them, uh, non-alcoholic beer and non-alcoholic alcohol. And the placebo effect has very much come into play. Nugget thinks he's smashed. He's really not. <laughs> I loved that, by the way. I thought that were that were. Brilliant. I think I've done that before. I think I've had a party <laughs> like that before. <laughs> I really do. I'm pretty sure I have. Where all of us were thinking we were absolutely hammered, and then we checked at the end of the night. It was like, there's no alcohol in this in this whatsoever. <laughs> I think it's my thing. For sure, she did it, especially yeah. as kids as well. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, this is what drunk feels like, for sure. This whole having a good time thing. That means I'm hammered. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Anyway, so she, uh, her and Patrick wander into Jack's house to see this non alcoholic party taking place. Uh, and Yolandi's like, right, all of you, because there was no alcohol in that, you're lucky. I will keep my gob shut about this party, but you lot are going to do something for me. And she basically gets the kids of Walford on sort of um, leafleting duty for the church. She gets Nugget, she gets Denzel, she gets Avani, uh, and they're all sort of kind of handing out these leaflets. Avani throws all hers in a bin, <laughs> which, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and Denzel is kind of dragged to the soup kitchen because Yolandi wants to keep an eye on him. And Denzel sort of gets the wrong idea about this new bloke, Pastor Clayton, who is a friend of Yolandi's who works for the church. Uh, now, do you think there's anything in this whatsoever? What do you think? No, if I'm honest, I don't think there is. It were Avani and Nugget put the idea in Denzel's yeah. head, didn't they? They were like, oh, mm. wow, what's going on with them two? But no, I, I, I don't. Well, I, I, was, I didn't think at the end, I didn't think it was at all until the very last scene of this at the end of the week where he was kind of putting her hand, his hand his on hand. her hip. And I was sort of mm. like, oh, actually, oh, is, is there something his... going on there? Oh, was it on her hip? I thought it were. It was like on know... the small of her back. Small of her back. I thought, well, then in that case, yeah, because I and thought it seem... end up being that he's gay or something. And yeah. I don't think like yeah. that. I would have thought they'd dimension that by now, if that yeah. was to be the case. So Possibly I don't know. Then. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see where that how that plays out. But basically, uh, Denzel, it's been it's basically the week of Denzel getting the wrong idea about these two and Yolandi kind of making him do the soup kitchen stuff and he accidentally did he accidentally do that or did he deliberately do that? Like throw curry over the pasta. It was it was deliberately, I wasn't sure. Um but he throws this curry all over the pasta and she and Yolandi's immediately trying to clean him up and all that kind of thing. So I don't know actually whether we're supposed to see mm. anything in this whatsoever or not. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, you mm. might have a point, actually. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I do not know. What I do know I don't think is... it would be reciprocated by Yolande. No, I don't think so either, because she obviously is head over heels for Patrick. I can't yeah. see an affair happening there, surely. Yeah. Famous last yeah. words. Famous last words, <laughs> I know this, but <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Nah. Mm. We will see. I don't know. Um, nothing much else to discuss with that story, though, I don't think, other than just sort of the facts of that. Just we don't not sure whether they are or not. And I don't quite understand why Yolandi's seeing Denzel in such a negative way because I think he's quite a rounded he, teenager personally. Yeah, I mean, I think what Yolandi is basically doing is maybe overmothering him slightly. You know, he's in the household with them, and I actually really like Denzel's sort of interpretation of what Yolandi and Patrick's relationship is. I think he's actually mm-hmm. look, looks up to them, doesn't he? Like he looks up to them and yeah. says, "That's what a relationship should look like when you get older." He thinks it's sweet. He thinks it's sort of as- aspirational. So to see someone potentially come along and mess this up is actually quite an endearing side to yeah. Denzel, isn't it, really? I quite yeah. liked it. There was one little comment that he said, though, that oh, he went, yes. and I thought, oh, is this leading to the Denzel and Avani thing? Oh, yes. He said, oh, uh, well, he's a man and he's after only one thing that all men yes. are after. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought that was a very sort of older person statement to come out of a teenage boy's mouth, I Yeah, have to say. which is why I was like, where's you know that what come from? Like? Why are we saying that? Yeah. <laughs> You know what us mm. men are like? We're we're men. It was like it was coming we're out. We're only of another... after one thing. 
Well, it was like it was coming out of another woman's mouth, wasn't it? It was just like, you know what men are like. We only want, we're only after one thing. We can never have friendships. Um, and I have to say, actually, on the subject of Avani and Denzel, we lest we forget how those two originally met, Denzel clearly, you know, sort of raised an eyebrow through Avani. So I yeah, keep an eye on that. I think that might still yeah. be to come. Definitely, definitely. So maybe Denzel uh, needs to keep his opinions to himself when it comes to affairs and uh, wandering eyes and all of that kind of thing. We shall mm -hmm. have to wait and see there. Uh, right, on to the final story of the week. I think the biggest storyline of the week. Uh, this was George, and we have met Gloria and Eddie. On to the final story of the week now, and this is George and uh, his parents, his adoptive parents, and Cindy and Elaine, and quite the revolution, revolution, revelation, the revelation, revelation for, for George. Um, so his adoptive parents turn up, and they've got something to tell him because the the basic kind of assumption is that they don't want him. They they're getting old is is their is their logic. So they don't want to sort of pass and have George discover this without him being able to ask them questions. And it transpires that uh, everything they've told George about his adoption, they've always been very open about the fact that he's adopted, but um, the way that happened is something that they've always kept from him. And it and what we are actually going into here is the topic of child farming. Now, I have to say, I knew nothing. Well, I don't really know anything. I didn't really know anything about this. The most I kind of knew about it was the kind of glimpse we had of it when Babe was doing this, when the, when the Carters first came around. But that was all sort of very, you know, these babies get given to Babe and then she sells them on and it seemed like quite a private sort of little business venture that she was doing. Whereas this is very much sort of like the wider thing that was very much going on at the time. Um, and quite I had shocking stuff. No idea. I had absolutely no idea that no. this was a thing and it's ever gone on. So certainly very, not. Very, very yeah, interesting I, to be educated. Really interesting. On it. I yeah, feel I, so ignorant that I had no yeah. idea about it. I mean, I certainly didn't know about everything that was going on with sort of the specifics of you know black children and all that kind of thing. Mm. I didn't know anything about this, so yeah, this was really, same. really interesting. Um, and what's also interesting is the fact that all of this was going on when you've got the likes of Gloria and Eddie. Now, I have to say, Gloria is an absolute delight. Eddie is a shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's... I have never hated a character so much instantly. like in the first week. Yeah. Instantly. I mean, One great, awful great performances. Being. Great performances Fantastic. in both of them. They yeah, both yeah. screamed EastEnders, didn't they? Like, really, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. Now, it's interesting with this because... The show has kind of been missing that older kind of cup East End couple ever since Pam and Les left. They had the you know you've had cheap imitations ever since, and that older person is very difficult to get right. I think you know look at Vi mm -hmm. and Joyce and Ted, and you know some people that the, the viewers oh, just God, didn't take. What about Joyce and Ted? Uh, and oh, they oh, dear. um. And viewers didn't really just take to those characters, but I think people instantly took to Gloria because I think she was fantastic. And I really yeah. want to see her again. And not a lot of guest characters get a duff duff in their first week. I have to mm. say, that was unusual. She got the Thursday duff duff at the end of the week. Um, <clears throat> so I think we're going to see them again for sure, aren't yeah, we? I wouldn't. Definitely. But with someone like Eddie, it's kind of difficult to say that I want to see him again because he's an unpleasant person. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I know. What you, I know what you say. It's a bit like when you like to hate someone, but I don't. Yeah, I don't, you just know his type so well that uh, you're yeah. just like, well, oh this god, is the go away. And this actually why is why I think he was actually quite well written because he's you. We've all met someone like Eddie, you know, someone of that generation, and it's not just mm -hmm. people of that generation, but even Gloria turned around and said, "Oh, we're old. I'm sorry. All right, this is just how this is just how he talks. I'm sorry." So it's it, it's interesting and. I think worth mentioning, and I know they're very different people before people kick off at me for saying this, but Jim was a very racist bloke and we we grew to love yep. Jim. So, yep. you know what I mean? It's Can that be done with I'll Eddie? Be... Can that be done with Eddie? I don't know. Seems unlikely because I don't think Jim was ever this immediately like this, was he? He's a I don't bit know. too personal though as well, I feel, Eddie yeah. is. But the microaggressions coming out like crazy out of his mouth, mm. they fall out of his mouth like belches, don't they? So it's... And it's probably a bit different because Jim didn't go out of his way to adopt no. somebody that he was clearly against. prejudiced against. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. So it's a bit really. different, I think, in that respect. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of layers to this. And apparently mm. more layers to come. 
because at the end of the week, we'll go into kind of how it all played out, but at the end of the week, I was really interested that, and, then, and why Gloria got the duff duff at the end of the week is because there's clearly more to this that they're not telling George mm. yet, and a lot more by the sound of it. It feels like there's a yeah. lot, lot more to this. So what the hell could that be? I have no idea. Genuinely no idea whatsoever. I've seen some ridiculous theories Oh, go on. Throw them it. at me. Throw them at that me. It's going to turn out... Because <laughs> any of this could be true. That... Let's be fair. It could be true. We don't know. Something like it's going to turn out that Eddie's actually Phil Mitchell's dad. Uh, some people just saying that Phil's what? George's real Is dad. Eric. Because he's got so many kids. <laughs> right, okay. I've seen a lot of people, for some reason, saying that it's going to somehow relate to Phil Mitchell because of the boxing thing. Um, I don't is Eddie related? Is Eddie related to Phil's dad? I've seen all sorts like that. But um, related to Eric Mitchell in some in some way. That, that maybe George was a twin, and um, has he got another brother? To t- that's possible. That's possible. Actually, yeah, that, that, I've seen things like because this, actually, any, yeah. anything because actually, actually, that isn't a bad theory because if we the way this all worked, let's be believed. Presume and you know, and people are getting money for it. Presumably, you know, it's. You could separate two twins quite easily and send them off in different directions, and these twins would never know the other one existed. Mind you, twins. I don't know if there would be twins. It would probably be more brother, because twins is a hard thing to cast, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a sister or something, yeah. The the thing I'm thinking it could be is that she's obviously lied and said the money stopped coming in after six months. Mm. And actually... Why did that happen? Maybe they've... Maybe it was that Gloria got so attached to George because it was meant Mm. to be a fostering arrangement that they then moved. Mm. So maybe he lived somewhere else. They moved so that or the, they ran away his biological pet or that his biological parents couldn't find him because they left because she wanted to bring him up. Uh, and get full custody. Something. Something, something dark. Like something yeah. dark's gone mm. on, hasn't it? So I'm mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very intrigued to sort of see how this plays out. Um <clears throat> none of this does anything to uh, sort of help George and Elaine's relationship, uh, because Cindy finds gets herself very much involved with this. Uh again, interesting here because Gloria and Eddie knew Cindy perfectly well. Obviously, they knew her as Rose. So they have their own history with Cindy. You get there's something else going on here as well, isn't there, between Cindy and Cindy Eddie? And now, I don't know whether this was literally just because Cindy knows what type of person Eddie is. So the attitude that he had towards Gina was unsurprising to her. And, she, and he knew that that was she knew that that's what kind of person he was. And that's why she was so against him. But I feel like there was something else there as well. So she ran out, didn't she? When they first came in, it was New Year's yeah. Eve. They were all in the Queen Vic. And then all of a sudden, Cindy left. She felt mm. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, that's a bit more than yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. like somebody. And like yeah. what she said to Ian, I just didn't want to explain the whole Rose Cindy situation at the time. Yeah, yeah. Then we had the scene, and people have interpreted this scene quite differently, I've seen online, mm-hmm. where Eddie was talking to both Gina and Anna, and said, funny how you've got the same fathers but can be so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I viewed that as the implication was Gina is slightly darker turned than Anna. But yes. then I've also seen people now deciding that Cindy was um, sexually assaulted by Eddie and that Anna's actually his daughter. Ugh. And that's I mean, what he meant by that comment, which is not what I think was meant by it personally. No, I've seen this I theory mean, a lot. Uh, yeah, I can, and I can understand that. I can understand why, because uh, Eddie just just gives off kind of uncomfortable vibes in general, doesn't he? Mm. Um, and how do we know he's a baddie, Ray? Because he started smoking at one point, and only bad people smoke in soaps, exactly. as we know. Yeah. As we know, yeah. um, and smoking in the vehicle, it's the smoking aside as well. Did think you were allowed to do that with TV filming? Anymore. Well, you're not. You're not. <laughs> oh, with TV on TV. Yeah, the thing that you were allowed to do that anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've got a lot to uncover here. I think essentially, there's some definitely Cindy's definitely got a secret of her own. I think, and obviously, whatever the that, hell has gone on with George, I don't think that Anna's his daughter. Though. No, I don't think that either. I don't. I don't think. think I don't think that either. Again, I think he's definitely being racist towards hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. The microaggressions falling. I'm not even micro in, in some, like in some respects. Yeah, on yeah, her, yeah, which yeah. Is beautiful. By oh, the of course way, it is. Of course hair, it is. So... Put yeah. a comb through your hair, Eddie, more to the point. All right. What's mate. left of it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was real I was super angry actually watching that this week. I was yeah. like supposed to provoke it. And I thought, go on then, say it to Gina of all people, because do you know what? She'll stand up to you, mate. She will knock him out if you if he tries it again. 
In, yeah, it's very, very interesting, this. I enjoyed it. I, I'm i very curious. I, this feels like it might be another long runner to go throughout the year. Mm. This doesn't feel like something that's going to be solved in like a couple of in, in a couple of episodes. It feels like something that is going to slowly be revealed throughout the year. It's got that sort of vibe to it. And they've sort of set their, set their stall out at the start of the year for kind of the direction they're going to go in. Obviously, we have the sixth thing running through last year. Is this going to be the big story of the year that takes us through 2024? maybe it's uh, it's there's a lot going on here it's interesting um also we need to talk about george and cindy and how george naturally wanted to go to cindy to talk about this i am amazed that this hasn't happened yet this affair that we know is coming at some point it's definitely gonna happen at some point we know that george clearly is still having very strong feelings for cindy and vice versa they're a, they'd be a great couple. To be well, they've like... the, the strange thing is that they've got a lot of support online as well. Like, there's a lot of people oh, that are they? like, oh, you know how people react to pairings sometimes. And yeah, they've jumped on this. And Cindy and George have a lot of support, which I feel I do feel for Elaine, bless her. Cause she it, she's starting to feel pushed out now, and it, this isn't just paranoia working either, is it? Like she she knows that she's, yeah, she's... kind of the third wheel of this. She doesn't help herself though, Elaine. She's so bothered about having a good time and almost getting one over on Cindy that, you know, when Cindy's actually sticking up for Joe, uh, sticking up to Eddie, she's telling her to shut up and stop spoiling the mm. moment. And it's like, well, she's standing up for something that matters, Elaine. So Well, I wonder whether Elaine actually saw what what the what we all saw with with Eddie. I don't know whether this was for her it was more about kind of keeping the peace and she, her, she like you oh, say okay. she was so blind yeah, she was so she was so blinded by you know this thing that's going on with cindy and George that she wasn't actually considering what any, anybody was saying about the situation it was all very much about a because she told cindy to back off anyway and then cindy turns up at this family dinner so she was infuriated about that anyway so i feel like she was more distracted by that than anything else i know but he did say that comment about oh you know some some black lads attacked the neighbor and yeah. that's what that's what struck the conversation yeah. at the dinner table and then it was just still about I don't know Lynn's just incredibly self-centered isn't she bless her that's that <laughs> is her I mean you yeah, know Linda's, she's got that, Linda's, she's got that Linda's having an alcoholic breakdown but I've got a pub quiz that I need to get on with downstairs so <laughs> yeah. you drink this your vodka upstairs not downstairs yeah yeah so sure. priorities are just skew with so I can see why George went to Cindy and not Elaine to be honest uh I mean so how long how much longer, surely? I, it can't be much longer before they end up I don't know. You, back say, into bed. you say a week every week. So I know. I, I, I'm amazed <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate the sort of drip feed of it. I appreciate that they're not just making everything happen straight away. Like Stuff that we know is coming, they, they're sort of making it make sense before it happens, which I appreciate. Um, but I maybe whenever we get the next thing of whatever's going on revealed that might be the thing that actually draws them closer together. So whenever they yeah. decide to return to this story, that might be when. Because I feel like this was very this section of the story was actually very much dealt with this week. And now they can sort of maybe park that until they're ready to return to it again. It's not like, I don't think there was anything sort of waiting over to be dealt with next week. Like the parents mm -hmm. go, like George and Gloria, um, Eddie and Gloria go off. And it's like, well, we'll deal with it again whenever they happen to return. So it's, yeah, I think we're done with it for maybe now, but... <laughs> Maybe as well with um, Cindy and George. We've not seen enough of Ian, and I think we need to see a bit mm. more of Ian for there to be more of an impact of them having an affair. The, because obviously... the square, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe once we've seen a bit more of Ian and Cindy, then yeah. they might. Although, I mean, honest, how could you? How could you? How could you resist a game of charades uh, and Monopoly with Ian? Though I don't understand. I don't know how anyone can resist that. Why would anyone have an affair? <laughs> oh no! If you just foot loose every single year, you know you've got a point guaranteed. You know, you know you've won the game. I, I'm the sort of competitive person who would keep someone like Ian in my life just for that reason. Yeah, I've won. Yeah, I'm the winner of that I've game. I've got a point now. I've yeah, got a point. Yeah. point again this yeah. Christmas. He's, he's got. A, he's got a use. He's got a use. Uh, yeah, so really, really, really interesting stuff with this. I like this a lot. It's a very, very interesting topic to discuss. And I enjoy, like you say, I enjoyed learning about it, so to speak, mm. you know, as much as you can enjoy learning about I, something like this. It was upsetting to learn about mm. it as well. Like, I actually felt I had really no idea. for George. I had no idea. And yeah, this is the thing. Yeah. Like He basically has a bit of an identity crisis with all of this. And it's sort of like, because mm. everything that he believed about himself isn't true. So now is he going to start looking for his parents, do we think? Because when he spoke to Gloria about it, he she very much implied that, well, you know, your mum was dead. Your mum couldn't... Yeah, and like sort of implied that his... I think she said... Did she say that his dad 
dealt with it and she never met his mum because his mum was too upset to go to the meeting. I think that was the yeah, implication, she said, wasn't it? She said, she said that she met his dad once. Yeah. But then it was the fact that she said that the money just stopped coming in after six months. Yeah, something's gone on there. And never heard from him again. Yeah, something, mm. mad, something weird's gone on there. So, mm. I'm, I, but I am genuinely really looking forward to sort of finding out how this is all going to play out. It feels big whatever's coming so i feel like this is going to be quite a long runner throughout the year but um i like say i mean eddie yes an unpleasant character but both parents played really really nicely i can see longevity and gloria certainly i think they'd have to be they'd have to do a lot of sort of character work on eddie to make him a long-term character but i yeah for sure gloria and eddie perfectly played i thought really well the only other thing i'm wondering is like you just mentioned george having an identity crisis now He's essentially just he's discovered that he's not who he thought mm. he was. He thought he was from Jamaica and he's from a completely different part of the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a huge how, thing to like. How do you about. even comp- I don't even know how you process that. You know, when you like you reach a point in your life where you believe something about yourself and it's that it's just fact. And then Well, I was thinking well, like that's not true. I'm half I'm half Kashmiri. If I learned that I was actually half Iranian or something, yeah. I'd be like, What? Yeah, it'd blow your mind. Hang on. It? Wait, yeah. that, you, you, you're not the person who you thought you were. That's yeah. that's honestly crazy. So I think George may, I think this, that alone might drive him more into Cindy's arms, if I'm honest with you, because, yeah, that's quite a big thing to be dealing with. And Elaine's not going to understand or care about that, <laughs> let's be honest. She's just going to be like, ah, oh, let's do another pub quiz. Oh. Drinks on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks on the ass. Oh. So, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love her. I don't care what anyone says. She makes me laugh. <laughs> even for that, even if we just keep going ah. for the cackle. I love her. I don't care. <laughs> right, there we are then. Um, that was this week's Eastenders. Now then, uh, gold star this week, Ray. Who, who are you going to give your gold star to? The first gold star of the year. Who? Go on, let's make it a good one. Who's, who's going to get it? You go first. I'm going to give mine to Yolandi, I think. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Okay. Oh. Do you know what? She's not done a great deal this week, mm-hmm. but she kind of has as well. Okay. I just love Gina. I'm giving it to Gina okay. for standing up to her gramps. Perfect. I'm giving so it to Yol- Gina. Perfect. So Yolandi and Gina, the first gold stars of the year. And I did mention, ladies and gentlemen, that the gold stars were going to be relevant for something, and you're about to find out why. So, everybody, we are going to do our very own... Albert Square After Dark 2023 awards show. Woo! That's right. Very exciting. But we can't do it just on our own, can we? No, much as we'd like to. <laughs> yeah, we would love to. Love so to. what we're going to do, we are releasing a link where you can vote. So we've got quite a few categories and quite yes. a few nominees. Yes. And we'd like you all to vote. We're opening it for a week. So it's going to open as we are aired now, you can vote now. Please. The vote is the open link. now. It's right now. now. So check if you're watching on YouTube, check the show notes. That will be a link to uh, the the links to where you can all go to vote. And if you're listening, go and follow our social media on Albert Square After Dark on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. We'll put a ticket on there as well. And you can vote for your favourites. Uh, the show, uh, the award show itself, will be airing next Sunday, and the vote will close on Friday at midnight. So that's Friday going into Friday the twelfth of Jan. Yeah, going into Saturday. Uh, And the reason that we have been doing the Gold Stars is because one of the awards is the Platinum Star, and that will be awarded to the character who has received the most Gold Stars throughout the year. This is all very exciting. I can't wait for this. (laughs) Yeah, it's very exciting. So please vote. Please vote. Please vote. Make sure, make sure your favourites have all got voted for and we're going to dish out our very own awards to them, aren't we, Rob? Yes, we are indeed. Very, very, very exciting. Uh, right, so whilst you are voting, we also have some news to discuss, which is slightly less jolly, I'm afraid. Um, mm. we ha- It was announced this week uh, that Max Bowden will be uh, leaving the role as Ben Mitchell at some point this year. Now, before we go into any of this, okay let's just make it very clear right off the bat. Nobody knows anything, all right? No matter how many people you might see online claiming that they know sources or looking at the sun and going through their account of what's going on, saying there's been some massive build-up and 
argument and you know there's loads and loads of different sources and, and pieces of rubbish out there the simple fact of the matter is we don't know what's gone on okay so there's no point in speculating um but whatever's gone on max bowden will be leaving the role as ben mitchell at some point this year now um what i will say straight off the bat is as much as ben as a character and i'm talking purely as a character has utterly infuriated me at times and made me want to rip my hair out uh what i will say is that the show is gonna massively miss max because i feel like he is an actor that throws himself into and let's be honest ben he has had intense story after intense story after intense story to deal with and you've got to go to some pretty dark places to kind of portray that convincingly and he has delivered every single time um yes the character of ben might have driven us a bit mad on occasions but he has always given a hundred percent commitment so he's going to be missed i think in that regard um where this leaves the likes of callum i do not well, know that's it how are they going to write it out i mean i mean this I is the end, well, think, the end of ballam the end of ballam i it? think max bowden probably needs a break bless him he's i mean i'd say so the five years that he's been on the show yeah um, and so for whatever reason it is that he, he is leaving like yeah. give him a break yeah. And please and, don't know, give him any stick or anyone else that's involved in it all. There's just no yeah. need. I mean, you know, the predictable responses online, I would say, from different quarters uh, to this, because Ben has <laughs> always been a character that has provoked reaction in in many different ways, I would say. Um, but I would say that Max has always been kind of quite open on his own social media about stuff mm-hmm. he's been going through the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had a bit of a rough ride on occasions. Um, so to be balancing dealing with that with the work that he's been doing on EastEnders cannot have been easy. So he probably does, he could do with a bit of a break, I would imagine, in some mm-hmm. regards as well. Um, but where do you think this is going to go with in terms of how Ben is going to leave or what's going to happen? It's been said that he's not being killed off, and I think it would be insane to kill Ben Mitchell off. I don't think anybody yeah. actually ever thought that that was going to happen. Um, so how does how would Ben leave, do you reckon? Well, are him and Callum going to run off into the sunset with Lexi or something? I mean, wow. Jay as well. Like, how's that parenting dynamic going to work? Yeah, I mean, I would say the parenting thing, as far as I could remember, I don't think Callum was actually sort of legally kind of... Was it was Callum legally part of it or was it just between Ben and well, Jay? Well, he will be because they're married. I know that, yeah, so... they're married, but I don't know whether in terms of Lola's request. I don't know how much of oh, that. I don't. Okay. Do you know I mean I don't know how much of that translates oh, into so Callum's maybe, involvement legally? I mean ben, I don't know. So you think Ben could just leave with Lexi and not take Callum in that respect? Or, or Ben leaves on his own and I, the, the, the kind he of elephant in the room. Well, no, I don't think he would either. Him. I don't think he would either unless he's forced to, as in like he ends up going to prison or something like that. Um, I mean, the elephant oh. in the room, of course, is Callum. Like, is there much for Callum? in the aftermath like for Callum to hang around for I don't know well no because they've not really done much with Callum on his own Callum is part well, of this Callum, is it eh, really? yeah this like, is it I think the thing is with Callum he has very much become sort of Ben's partner and the other half of Balam without actually having any sort of main storylines mm. of his own like he's his role has very much been sort of a support network for Ben and sort of any kind of drama that Ben's ever had, like Callum's there to sort of kiss him on the forehead and sort of go, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, and sort of be that person. But in terms of being his, having his own character journey, since he got with Ben, it's almost been, that's kind of been it for Callum. So I do wonder whether, this is a make or break situation for Callum. He's either going to now grow into his own character, or he's just going to go with Ben, I think, is the, is, 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 is it's either one way or the other, isn't it? Well... Johnny's returning, as we know. Well, this is the other thing. This is the other thing. Is Johnny going to be a key figure in this in this exit somewhere along the way we know that ben and johnny have had uh, a fling at some point and ben and johnny got very very close at some point because johnny mm. was there throughout the whole paul drama uh but then callum and johnny have you know obviously they will callum will have known johnny at some point because he was best mates with lee so maybe those two met up so maybe they've got a history together that we haven't really looked into yet who knows? Possibly, it's possible. Possibly. It's possible. I don't know. It's a simple fact of the matter. I but think, I'm intrigued to know. I think Callum's going to get a promotion. And yep. Do you think ben, Callum's gone Callum, Yeah, I think he's got to okay. be, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, And I think Ben, Callum and Lexi will run off together and go and live a happy life in his new detective role somewhere. <laughs> in his new detective and live in a nice detective house and live happily ever yes. after. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. Um... It's going to be interesting, uh, but 
who knows? I just I mean, want everyone to leave and live happily. Yeah, ever you want them to yeah, yeah, Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, this is Albert Square. This is EastEnders. Yeah, so very rarely yeah. do people get a happy ending. I don't know how they could write Ben out at this stage. I don't know what their plan will be. It feels like this is going to have to. It's it feels like this is going to be something that's that kind of forces Ben away from the situation. So. It's very, I think it's very easy story-wise to sort of arrest Ben for something, isn't it? True. Yeah, that is true. That will be a very easy get out. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We don't know at this stage. We don't know when it's happening either. Um, you know, obviously, the papers are doing their own thing with it. I mean, it's very rare, I think. I didn't. I haven't seen a character. I thought it was March 24 that his contract was up. I don't know. Is that when it's, is that when it said? Where, where have I've you got that I've had that from? in my head. I could be wrong. Have you just made that up? No, I'm sure I read that. No, I don't know. I've not seen that. 80% sure I read that book. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we were 80% sure that the bird poo on the door was going to be relevant to the six. Just throwing more point. stuff into the rumours for you all there. It's March 24 when his contract's up. <laughs> Ree's decided. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, thoughts with Max. He's probably going to go for his... Yeah, tricky stuff at the moment. But I would say to anyone that's listening, just wait and see, okay? Don't believe everything you read. Don't believe everything you hear until we have any official confirmation from anybody or if Max Bowden decides to speak out himself about what's gone on, we will know We will know nothing, all right? So let's leave it at that. Uh, and then move on to some viewer comments. Uh, Jordan Lewis has said, Penny is fantastic so far. Really great casting. But I can see her having eyes for Peter already, so it should be interesting to see if that goes anywhere. Her character has a lot of potential, though, and I'm excited to see what comes of her. Yeah, I think Penny's made quite a good impact in, the, in her first week. It's interesting. And I like the sort of research to the Brannings. Oh, something we didn't mention when we were talking about it. Ooh, was Jack on the phone too, Ree? At one point, he's uh, when he finds out what went oh, on with Lauren. No, that wasn't to oh. Denise. At one point, when he finds out what about... went on with uh with lauren he's on the phone and he says all right bro it's been a while he's on the phone to max oh yes, yes. sorry yes. i thought you were on about the other foot yes, yes. uh-huh mm, mm. i think you i'm might telling be right, you Rob. i'm yeah. telling you max is coming back people wait and see telling you now yeah. oh yes yeah. can't wait the resurgence of the brannings is a necessary thing i think actually and then maybe 2024 is going to be a little bit about building the brannings back up again needs to be done yes yeah like, i agree actually with that yeah. Um, I've got one from our Instagram page from Tim Carney who says, Yolandi is the matriarch square as needed. Her scene with Whitney was spot on. I agree. Yeah, I loved, love, love that scene between Yolandi and Whitney. Um, yes, I think Yolandi's got great matriarchal pot uh, potential for, for sure. Um, Angela Winter just plays it to perfection. I adore Yolandi. And actually, Yolandi is one of the people that I am the most happiest that there's come back yeah, in recent years. I agree. You know what? If 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 I had a Yolandi on my street, I feel like I'd go to Yolandi for a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Give her that let's role. Keep it that one. Yeah. And I the only thing I want from Yolandi now is a feud. Because all I can ever remember is that feud between her and Pat and that was iconic. I want Yolandi to have a feud with someone. She is Well her really... and Elaine have built up one quite nicely so hopefully they can have something in Yeah know, that would work feuding about. Mm. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, and finally, Richard Brasington has said, Eddie is so creepy. I'm wondering from Cindy's initial reaction, the comments about two sisters from the same dad, how can they be so different? Has he assaulted Cindy in the past? Uh, and then he also says, on another note, the scenes between Whitney and Yolandi were just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I do think this whole thing with Eddie, there is a lot. To, I, I like it because the setup this week actually felt like, oh, we've only just started. Oh, just you mm. wait. Just you old your horses. You've got much more to come. Um, and I look forward to it. It's a great start to 2024. Did it feel a little bit weird? Um kind of the six just not being mentioned or anything yeah. that felt maybe a little bit jarring i think because seeing as though there was such a massive part of christmas and then it was literally no involvement of the six or any mention of them whatsoever but yeah I... we had a bit of a mention we know that denise is staying with libby apparently yeah they've all got a holiday <laughs> yeah linda's linda's gone off same to with johnny is she? yeah i think so and yeah, then, i'm assuming like, it's johnny. yeah linda's gone off to sharon Oh no, Kathy's locked herself in a bedroom. Kathy's, what I presume Kathy's doing currently is sort of lying in bed, just clutching a bottle of wine. That's what I, how I'd like to imagine Kathy's dealt with the situation. Uh, Sharon, not sure where Sharon is. She's sort of just mm, yeah. grieving secretly, grieving. and no one seems yeah. to be worried about her or concerned. It yeah. would seem. 
And Suki, I imagine, is locked in the bedroom with Eve. <laughs> so Suki hey. is the only person who's having a great time at the moment. Suki's the happiest. Well, you don't bit. know. You never know, Rob. You never know. She might not be. But... Think I. Think Take I her mind know. off it, wouldn't it? Think exactly. <laughs> That's a great grieving process. Um, if anyone would like to get in touch with us this year, Ree, what do they have to do? You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. You can like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark. You can find us on all your favourite podcast sites. Drop us an email at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash E20 After Dark. Yeah, boy. Uh, thank you very much. And don't forget to vote. Don't forget yes. to vote for our please, awards show. Please, please vote. If you're watching on YouTube, the link is in the show notes. The vote is open now. And we will see you same time next week. We'll be doing our normal podcast episode for whatever goes on in Albert Square this week. And then the award show will be released on the Sunday. We will be recording it on the Saturday. Uh, and the vote will have closed at midnight on the Friday the going Friday the 12th. Saturday. So the results will be hot, piping, fresh. <laughs> very, very exciting. Um, until then, ladies and gentlemen, once again, a happy new year to you. Let's make it a good one. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye. Bye. Bye.